0: Well, speaking of that, did you know Paul Hollywood? That's his real name. And you get to hear it live, in real time, of us just trying shit. Yeah,
1: all the messiness.
2: Uh, this has been an interview the whole time, Christian.
1: Awful, I'm such a privileged little shit.
2: And you know what, maybe it's part of a, a shared universe of musicals, and they join the ultimate frisbee league from our people moving to other
0: things. Hey everyone, and welcome to We Wrote the Book, the podcast where every episode, a bunch of theater nerds get together and write a brand new musical. I'm your host, Christian Adderholt, and I'm joined by my co-host, Olivia Wise. Hey dorks. Hey dorks to <laughs> you too. Dork.
1: Doing finger guns at the mic,
0: or even better, and uh, that that little chuckle you heard in the background there is our producer William. Hey, William. Hello. So today we are going to um, we're going to talk about job interviews. A lot of us have kind of been interviewing for jobs recently. Uh, I know William has, um, for the sake of the bit, Olivia has, and so have I. So (laughs) we, and I mean, and we're all younger people, you know, graduated college in the last three, four years. So we're, we've kind of been on that job hunt, that interview grind for pretty consistently the last few years. I think that's fair to say. And, um, you know, they always tell you to write what you know. So we're like, you know what, let's make a, let's make a musical about Silly job interviews, job interviews that have been bad, job interviews that have been good. Mm-hmm. And so how do we want to do that? How do we want to make a musical about job interviews? Are we just going to like rapid fire them and say, and scene, what do we want to do?
1: <laughs> um, well, I don't know what, what kind of job interview funny experiences have you had? Just, ra- just name off a few, just like name
0: off a few stand yeah, out
1: uh, moments
0: stand out i've had somebody ask me to sell them their pin before uh, <laughs> if you've ever seen wolf of wall street yeah they just straight up did that uh-huh. um that's not good uh there's multiple interviews where it turns out it's just a multi-level marketing scheme
1: oh god <laughs>
0: um, those are always fun uh i in one of my job interviews they asked me um you know, what's your greatest accomplishment? What's what's something that you feel like? What, what's a time that you were a leader? And I talked about our, I, I blanked. And so I told them about our acapella group in college.
1: Uh-huh.
0: When I was a leader. <laughs> that was good, especially because it's defunct and no longer there. Because as soon as sure, I left it- <laughs>
1: It died immediately. It
0: died immediately because nobody wanted to do the work. Cause, and Because I didn't establish a good enough structure to really have a competent group. But you know.
1: Yeah, that's like Other when I say I've I've budgeted for a job and I've maybe managed like a $1000 budget that we never actually spent because of COVID.
0: <laughs> yeah, right?
1: Like I planned out how we would spend it, didn't have to follow through.
0: In a perfect world, this is how we would have spent money.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um I would say I've had a pretty I've had a very lucky situation with job interviews where i haven't really had to do too much because my first job out of college was basically like my supervisor handed it to me uh (laughs) because i was working it at the college and it was a kind of apprenticeship at that point and then it turned into a full-time job or official job but i went in and i think she was throwing me a softball of like here's an interview experience even though You're basically going to get the job, but, like, prepare so you can have this experience for later. Um, And I came in and just did not. I was so naive. I, like, didn't think about my answers to interview questions. Because before this, I'd only worked at service industry jobs. And so I came in and I remember her just asking me questions like, um... I don't know. You know what's what's like a one of the hardest experiences you've had to lead management through or something. And I'm pretty sure I was just like, I don't know, (laughs) I don't have
2: one.
1: (laughs) Um, And then the the job after that is the one I have now. And I guess the the funny part of that was I applied to two jobs in the same department, and they just interviewed me once, and I didn't know what job I was really interviewing for at any time. Um, because I met with several different people and I had no idea what part of the department they were oh, in. No. Um. So I was just like, I'm just gonna answer broadly for, I guess, any position that you put me in here.
0: Um. Like, yeah, I'm just a great candidate. I'm a great fit, anyway. Just, uh, <laughs> I could do anything. Put me in. Put me in, Coach. <laughs> uh.
1: Yeah, but I don't. I don't have too many crazy experiences. Oh, aside from having to describe. Uh. A hamburger to the best of my ability to try to sell it to someone at a theater restaurant.
0: Okay, um, I'm gonna need what? Please describe this burger to me. Sell me this burger, <laughs> Olivia.
1: This is exactly how they asked me to do it. Uh, okay, well uh, we got this this juicy um, one one patty burger, uh, <laughs> big thick big thick patty made of beef um oh it's really t- tender i think is maybe how you describe it there's just a, a little bit of pink in the middle um it's got a uh, crispy lettuce uh crispy bacon probably a little bit of crispy cheese depending on how they grilled it oh um let's see uh oh a juicy tomato on top of that juicy burger and two buns no one bun but you know two pieces of it one on bottom <laughs> one on top got that sesame seed on there no
2: i want i want two buns
1: <laughs> <laughs> we could stick another bun in there it'll be 5.95 extra um <laughs> uh, and i'll th- be charge yeah <laughs> oh and there's some pickles in there very salty you also get a, a pickle on the side if you're a pickle guy like i am so, oh, and you could also get fries, two ninety five extra. But there, that's an option. Uh, any other questions?
0: Um, I, I did it's they... really juicy. <laughs> So did they, like, give you a picture of the burger? Did you get to eat the... Like, what was the deal? Uh,
1: I think they just wanted me to imagine a fake burger as... Uh, uh, I probably imagined, like, the Krabby Patty uh, from Spongebob when they yes. show that really detailed Krabby Patty in that one episode. Um, and then tried to describe, like, what a good
0: burger would be like. That is so bizarre. It like, was really weird. The thing that really tripped me up about that is you said this was for a movie theater.
1: Like, yeah, so like much.
0: an Alamo draft house, a studio movie grill kind of place. So yeah. Why no one would ever, ever ask you for their, for your <laughs> recommendations.
1: Right. Never. Yeah. They're just like in the dark trying to watch their Transformers three. And they're like, just give me a.
0: Friend. I mean, when, you know,
2: sometimes you need something to be entertaining. I know that I wanted <laughs> to talk to my waiter when uh, Christian and I went to see, uh, let there be carnage.
1: Oh yeah, the movie God, wasn't doing that, it
2: for you. <laughs> yeah, that movie, I mean, that movie was so bad and so good uh, in the worst you, ways.
0: William, do you have any um, Venom Two Let There Be Carnage of interview stories? Do you ha- do you have any do you have any interviews that were that were <laughs> the wrong. equivalent of Venom Two Let There Be Carnage? Um, uh, the closest one was when like um I
2: interviewed for uh, essentially a um, uh, a pyramid scheme. And, um, I remember like doing that and being like, oh, this is weird, but like, I really need a job. I had just moved back to Houston and I'd gotten another interview. And so I called the person up. I was like, Hey, I got another interview for somewhere else. Um, I would like to, I'm going to do that interview before I decide. So can I have a couple days? And the guy was like, no, you need to say it now you need to decide you need to you need to sign up for the success in your life today and i was like that is not how humans talk and so i think that's the closest thing to a let there be carnage because that is not how humans
0: talk
2: (laughs) yeah Um, yeah that's closest now now i do i do a lot of interviews because um, my boss doesn't really like doing them. So he has me do them for him. Mm. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm, you know, there's an HR person and that's really, who's running the interviews. Um, but for people going into positions like mine, um, they need to have a fair amount of competency with, with design tools. Uh, and so they just bring me in and I have five minutes cause I'm in the <laughs> middle of working and mm-hmm. doing my job during the day. I have like five minutes and I need to I need to know as quickly as possible whether this person lied on their resume. And so I ask really weird questions like, you know, how would you solve like, you know, a sublimation issue? Or what's like the, what, you know, what's the, what's the best way to like deal with a, um, Uh, you know, to deal with a restoration issue. I I say something with a vocabulary in it and if their answer isn't either uh, the correct answer or, oh, well, I'd look it up on the internet. uh, (laughs) I'm like, I can't deal with this. I can't William, you're
1: evil. You actually ask people questions about the skills they listed on their resume?
0: Yes, I do. Um, You you tell me you speak uh, fluent Russian. (laughs) Could you...
2: uh... (laughs) The I've Smedania,
0: pre- yeah, yeah, I, I've, I've prepared a, I've prepared a little bit. Uh, could you just go ahead and fill out this Duolingo survey? for?
2: Me? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, they're just those like little things, man. Um,
0: I, I I've had something similar to that where um, I will sometimes sit on in interviews with uh, with my team at work as well mm-hmm. and one time there was somebody so I, I work at a very large company. So, you know, people move around a lot. But we were interviewing this person. It wasn't going super well. We were asking them questions, you know, specific questions about what would you do? What would you like to do? And they're like, I don't know. I don't know. My department doesn't let me do that. I would just, I just really want to get in there and I really want to learn new things. And we're like, that's great that you want to learn new things, but you're applying for a senior level position. So you should probably, <laughs> you know, have a little bit of senior level experience. But, um... Come to find out that that interview didn't pan out. Come to find out this person never, you know, checked with their manager and oh. let their manager know they were interviewing. So and and because we're all part of the same company, we had to go to the manager and be like, hey, just so you know, Becky or whatever. Is applying for this other job and they're like, huh, interesting. Oh. Becky never told us. Oh, yikes. Not so yeah, paid. didn't end up with the interview. Wasn't a great candidate, turns out. Did she? Did it, she get? Did she get fired from her? No, department? no, she did not. But oh. the manager was like, "Yeah, she hasn't even told us. Like, she hasn't even told us that she that she's interested in more. Um, you know, like leadership responsibilities or that she wants to take on more. She hasn't told us anything, and she <laughs> no. just. And that's that's the biggest thing. I and I know we're 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 a comedy podcast, but. If you are interested, if you're new, new to the workforce, if you're younger and you're interested in like moving companies or moving positions, things like that within the same company, if, if your manager is even slightly good at their job, even remotely cares about you as an individual for even a split second, just tell them that you want, (laughs) tell them that one, you're like, look, I need more what the reason that you might be looking somewhere else tell them that you're looking for more pay or tell them that Mm -hmm. you know like i really i'm really looking to move up i really want more leadership opportunities and if they're even slightly good at their job they'll be like great either we can work with that or be like i have to be honest with you that's not the position that you're in or Mm -hmm. i don't think you're ready for that and here's why because if you just go without, you're burning a bridge immediately. Uh, and yeah. I know that this isn't, this is supposed to be comedy, but I just, <laughs> I've seen so many people that, like, and, and I get it, like, when you're brand new to something, you, this is a, it, corporate politics is weird. Office politics are weird, but if like, you just have to be willing to have that uncomfortable conversation and tell them, like, look, I might be leaving because you're not giving me what I need. And I know. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're telling me that
2: to burn a bridge, I, I can just not tell them and instead and then I don't have to like shit in their office
0: excuse me shit in their office
2: <laughs> I mean it just it just seems so much easier to burn a bridge that way to just like
1: that's definitely a way <laughs> <laughs> I love that uh so this is now a uh, career advice yes podcast, yes and is. um we're gonna go through what not to put on your resume starting with your home address.
0: Oh, um, <laughs> oh, before we do that, before we do that, I think that actually works great. I think that, I think we can really use that. So let's, how could we make a musical <laughs> that is essentially what not to do in an interview on both sides? It's essentially what not to interview and then for managers, stop asking these fucking questions. Uh, stop being like this. Like, are you, is, are you Are you ready to put uh,
2: put this job before everything else in your life? yeah um, and if the answer to that is yes, it's like
1: a family do you want to dedicate your life to your family oh my god do
0: you care
1: about your family
0: if somebody says this this business is like a family <laughs> we're like a family run dude um, run. i learned that unless it, unless it's olive garden <laughs> <laughs> it's true
1: because even if you're a customer you're still family
2: we're all exactly. family
1: everyone shares the breadsticks here
0: when you move to when you go into olive garden that is a legally binding contract if you die in that olive garden everybody in the olive garden is entitled to part of your <laughs> possessions
1: okay here's the pitch we uh we do a musical about a franchise owner of a ch- national chain restaurant and they're interviewing people that want to work at uh uh olive Ooh, garden
2: the the, the person who <laughs> wants to be part of the test kitchen
1: yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Ball. This is like a party down where, um, I don't yes. know if you've ever seen I it. I
0: love that it's show. It's such a
1: good show. I can't wait for so the new I, season to come out.
0: I think that could be really fun, but do any of us have any experience working in or interviewing for a kitchen job? <laughs>
1: not um, a kitchen job. I've worked at a Logan's Roadhouse, which is pretty much bankrupt now. I think they're all closed. <laughs>
0: the I think that could work, but maybe uh-huh. it's not, maybe it's not a, like working at a kitchen because we're gonna our limited knowledge of working at an upscale kitchen is gonna go sure. away very quickly. Yes. I've I've watched a lot of Gordon Ramsay's programming. Um, kitchen Nightmares will do that. Help
2: <laughs> I you. just
1: started watching Bar Rescue with Devin last night. Um, classic. <laughs> oh, don't
2: don't watch don't watch bar rescue. Don't watch bar rescue. You don't that... like
0: great value pendulette. <laughs> <sighs> You know, Kirkland brand pen gillette.
1: That guy's name was uh like the I guess the interior decorator's name was Dick Vegas, I think. Like, that is a <laughs> fake name.
0: That is a name that he uses so that way when he collects his checks, the government doesn't garnish the wages. Dick Vegas. That is what Dick that's what Dick Vegas is. But okay, so what if we just do it with HR? What if we're sure. just we're just the, the, the day in the, in, in the life of an HR department who is trying yeah. to hire people because that's, that's where we can get all of the, like these fun job interviews, um, these terrible questions, but also we can get to the other side of it where there's those managers that take themselves too seriously. Yeah. And like those terrible questions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. If we're going to do that, because you, the reason that, that inspired me, because you're like, what things not to do in, in a resume? And I think that can be one of our first songs. I think we'll need to build up to it a little bit. But I think one of our first songs is like them sorting through the resumes. And like every time, it, either one or a couple songs, every time somebody, uh, they read a resume, that person with the resume comes out and actually sings their resume. <laughs> and the other, and the HR people are just like, Going hmm. Next, like we turn it almost into like a casting audition for theater. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Like they they just like read their resume and they're like next next. Like we do that kind of like weird atri- every time that like we go into like an interview process, it is almost it's almost fantastical. It's not like we're actually sitting in an office. They uh, go yeah. To- I de-
2: yeah. It's like these like weird vignettes where the person is yes. reading their own resume. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And it's like it- above them. As the exactly. person's reading at the desk, yeah, for sure.
0: So if that works, how are we going to get into that? So what's the first part? Do we need to establish, I guess we need to establish uh, a couple things. First, the first thing, what kind of business is this? Or does it matter? Do they do business, business, business? It's a business office. You know, it can be one of those or it could be a specific one. Um, who's, our, who's our hero in this? And what's our main, what are we trying to learn? In this musical, if we can establish those three things, I think we can. I think this. I think we'll be able to blaze through this. Um, actually, one of the. Which one do we want to establish first? The hero, the main focus, like the the main what the main takeaway, mm-hmm. or what kind of job?
2: Um, uh the
0: main takeaway. I think will really help us gear. What, okay. what job main, and everything main takeaway? Right. What do we What do we want the main takeaway to be?
1: Okay, so um, we don't want this to be about like shitting on stupid people trying to apply for a job, right? Like we, no. we don't yeah, want to be on the bi- side of corporations.
2: I mean do you want to get this uh musical funded is my
1: question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is an Amazon musical. Oh
2: god, uh, Amazon the musical.
1: <laughs> uh, um I think I don't know, should the takeaway be like if if this is HR then I feel like we have to focus our um going into the main character, but like our HR person probably one of the main characters, right? I would, um, so. sure. I would say
0: so. I would say HR then maybe maybe a very sympathetic, maybe a uh a, an HR and then one of the applicants that Yeah.
1: Sure. So whatever, we want I mean yeah. the focus should be maybe on taking a chance on someone or like I don't know people are qualified, but like at some point you have to give someone a chance to grow. Is that what we want to go for? Or I kinda
0: like that. I was I was thinking, and this might be just my jaded corporate self, but what if at the end, since we are focusing on the HR, the person that should be getting the job doesn't get it because of nepotism or something like that?
1: Yeah, or th- maybe this HR person is just tired of people being like referenced. <laughs> I don't know, like nepotismed into the business, and they want to get someone like a single mom who works too hard, uh, who loves loves her her kids kids and never stops stops. (laughs) (laughs) until it ends in the heart of a fighter.
0: Um, I mean, I'd say that's a pretty good job applicant. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I,
0: I, I guess, do we want this, do we want this musical to be the triumph of the triumph of like actual work or do we want this to be a little bit dark where it's like, well, in the end, this, in the end corporate's gonna corporate like which yeah. one do we want to do
1: let's have every applicant um if they fail to meet the standards of the job they fall through a hole in the floor and are burned in hell i think
0: ah perfect so we're go- we're going corporate's gonna corporate yeah is what you're saying so if we're going to do that then i guess the the, <laughs> the 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 main narrative of this story is sometimes your fate is out of your control. Sometimes it's not about how hard you work, it's about who you know. Are we going to be that cynical?
2: Or yeah, do I, think wanna...
0: you, I think you're going to know when, uh, when to hold them and know when to, know when him. to fold them. Yeah. Sometimes you do need to know when to walk away.
2: Yeah,
1: y'all. Let's uh, make this a country musical, country jukebox musical.
0: God uh, no, <laughs>
1: classic country.
2: But but it's set. It's classic country, but it is set in like the the highest high rises. This of, is like, of New York City.
1: Yeah, the prequel to Nine to Five. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know enough about classic country to do a, a country jukebox musical. But he
2: he does know enough about Nine
0: to Five. I well, I mean. Do you, do I know enough about Dolly Parton? No, because you can never know enough about Dolly Parton. She's a saint.
2: That's fair. Yeah. You got a good point.
0: I would I would happily just spend the next 45 minutes talking about Dolly. I think we need to know. Why not- do we not do a Dolly cast? Is that not? um You know, and if we asked her, she's so sweet. She might send, so- like, she might not be able to make it, but she might yeah. send us, like, a cutout or something we could use. Aw. Or, like, she would recommend a great impersonator, potential drag queen that could come out in her stead and do a great job.
1: We can make a full uh, cake version of her using her new banana cake uh, mix.
0: Oh, she has a new cake mix?
1: Yes. It's huh. uh, it's at H-E-B's, I think, or any, it's, like, maybe a Kroger Providers or something. Oh. Yeah, she has a banana flavor and a coconut flavor. I haven't tried them yet because I'm waiting for the coconut one to come to my Mariano's.
0: Oh, uh, and then
1: I will be making it.
0: So welcome to the Dolly Cast. Um,
1: <laughs> Thank God. The
0: the the sh- epi- the the podcast where every episode bunch of theater nerds get together and try to t- and talk about how great Dolly Parton is. Um, we never I'm run your out host. of material. <laughs> yeah, we've got a lot of material about how great Dolly is, but we're not going to, I think we're going to have to stop because as much <laughs> as I would like to do this, we can't. Um, sure. <laughs> so, so I think we, we might be able to do both ways where it is a little bit of like, okay, there is crap. There is uh nepotism in there, but maybe the HR person takes a stand there at the end, does something along the lines of like, look, If you don't give this person who's clearly qualified, who's willing to do this, all of this, this job, I'm going to quit. I'm going to resign.
1: Yeah. Like they,
0: we, we learned that the way to, sometimes the way to get ahead is that you have to be willing to stick your neck out for other people. The way, way for other people to succeed is sometimes you have to be willing to stand up for them. And then they immediately get fired. (laughs) You got it.
1: (laughs) So I like, I like the idea of the uh, HR person being very empathetic. And I mean, maybe they even see these like terrible resumes and they eventually like their job is telling them to just throw them out, but they care too much to know their story. So they bring in all these people to interview. Um,
0: <laughs> That's really funny. I like that. I like, like yeah, that. We
1: need to just learn more about them. Like why would someone put that they uh, are proficient in uh accordion on their office yes. job resume so
0: i think we can okay i think this works great so the first song is like it's essentially an indeed posting or you know a job board posting it says hi we're hiring mm-hmm. and it's it's a song about the company and it's like a song about the the job the job description it says hi we're hiring are you excited to work in a fast pace?" Um, challenging environment that you'll get self-fulfillment. And it's like, it's one of those like fun, inviting songs. And that's the very first, and it's big, and it's very musical theater. Like Mm -hmm. at no point are we trying to make this like realistic, except for when HR is just sitting in their office together. Mm -hmm. Sure. Everything else is hyper non-realism, like very larger than life, very, like we treat HR like it's musical theater. Like it is kind of like title of show or noises off. Not necessarily like we see the we see the stuff behind the curtain, but mm-hmm. more like this is a big golden age musical vignettes with like the realism happening in between. Yeah. Okay. So we have that song where it's like come and apply. And then, you know, we get the scene where we learn about the HR department. And I think our HR director is the one that's really kind is, and I'm not saying the other, the other members of HR aren't really kind, but they're the ones that are a little bit more, maybe they're a little bit more jaded or they're a little bit more tired of it. You know, they're, they're tired of looking through all of these terrible candidates and stuff like this, but the HR director is just so idealistic and, you know, loves helping people. And like, that's why I got into HR was to help you know, help people get where they need to be. Help them be fulfilled mm-hmm. in their jobs and be able to, you know, be able to, to help people. That's why they're there. They're our Dolly Parton, if you will. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, they're like the teacher who starts at a, a new elementary school and they're like, I really love teaching, and then they uh, get burnout out really fast. And- yeah,
0: they, they start to get <laughs> burnout out. So, but that is <laughs> our our HR director is our kind of our main character. Mm-hmm. Then there's the, the there's the people that work for HR that are like in charge of screening the resumes and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. so we, we learn a little bit about them. Maybe there's one or two other people in this HR department or that we're introduced to. And they, um, you know, they are. And so like, we learn a little bit about them. Like the idealistic one is um, the HR director. Let's call her Dolly. I don't know. Just came (laughs) to me. Uh, Dolly is our HR director. Then we've got one or two other HR people that are, you know, they're a little bit sick of this. They're a little bit sick of Dolly's optimism, but they're also a little bit sick of being like, look, it doesn't matter who we hire. It doesn't matter who we send through. It's going to be the person that has a better reference on their resume anyway. So people that are a little bit more realistic, let's say. And so then- Do we want we-
1: Dolly uh, or yeah, do we want Dolly to be like newly brought in as the- as the director of HR? And she's like- uh seeing that they're just throwing all these candidates away and is like trying to reteach people how to I don't know.
0: Is she new? Oh to I think the that job? could be fun. I think yeah I think that could be fun that she's new to the job. She's new she, they just brought in her as the new HR director. She's got a ton of experience and she's she's not like unqualified. Mm-hmm. This is just a very different corporate setting than she's used to. And so then we do have the song where they read the resumes and the jaded people are like no, no no you know, like we have that song where they go out, they read their interviews and they're like, next. <laughs> yeah. Next. Yeah. And we have like the fun where somebody comes out and plays the accordion. Another person is like, I'm proficient in opera. <laughs> um, you, you know, like they do all of like the silly things. They lie on their resume a lot. Or maybe we only focus on like their their hidden talents or like they like like you, you have the standard. Somebody comes in and they're like, I've never worked this kind of job before in my life. But you know. Fun times. Ha, 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 ha. Mm-hmm. Um, And 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 this is the question for, for you guys. Do we want to introduce the sympathetic hire in this first song? Or I was thinking the second song. So the second song is the HR people give Dolly the stack of here's the resumes we like, here's the resumes we don't like, you mm-hmm. know, saying like, here's where we move on. So she has a song and she's like, Oh well, I don't think that's true. And she's going back on all of the rejected ones and finding like sp- finding a way to spin their terrible their terrible resume into a good thing. Do oh, we yeah. want uh-huh. like or at least some of them, not all of them, but like she takes the stack and like reduces it by half, kind of thing. Does she? Yeah. Do we introduce our sympathetic? Um. Character that that Dolly eventually tries to get hired. Do we introduce them in the first song, where their resume isn't necessarily up to snuff, but they seem really sincere, or do we introduce them in the second song, um, when she's trying to? Where maybe maybe she does introduce we introduce this other candidate in the second song, because that's when they go through and Dolly's like, well, this one right here. This person I, right here, and they're like, what's the problem? Yeah, they don't have any experience. They're like, yes, but look how much experience they have doing this, or doing okay. that, or doing that. Like, they've done so much, They and this is why this could apply. This is why this could be important for us. This is why it could be helpful. You know? Sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, I think, because I think Dolly needs to have her kind of personal song i guess and it could include like this candidate she points out or whatever but like explaining like oh this isn't how we should be doing this we should be like caring about the people because i guess the first song is establishing or the first song is the job interview and it's or the job posting Posting, itself right and then the i guess the second one is like them explaining how they do things and they're just throwing out resumes and we go through all of the people and then the third one would be like i don't know maybe would it be dolly's song about like oh we should give people a chance like we have to read between the lines i don't know Um, i
0: love that no i think that's great because i think that that does establish dolly this is dolly's establishing song uh like they give her this the the two sets of resumes and like here's the keep here's the reject maybe the the keep pile is very small and the reject pile is very big and then she does have, like you said, that establishing song where it is called Read Between the Lines. And I think that's that's either like one song or it's two songs kind of like back to back where it's mm-hmm. like, let me tell you a little bit about me. You know, it's about the people. Maybe that's the first song. It's about the people. And so she introduces herself and then she goes directly into, you got to read between the lines. And then she that's when she's looking at the the resumes and she pulls out our eventual... Uh, can't like best candidate and puts them back in the accept pile because you got to read between the lines, honey.
1: Yeah, I think that's cute. That's real cute. Um, yeah, where do we go? From I think there? we just got
0: to keep up with Dolly's pos- positivity because you know, Dolly's the best.
1: Yes. Um, okay, so. I'm trying to picture her arc to like, <laughs> part of me says that like eventually Dolly just like quits her job and becomes like <laughs> like a, country a singer. career advisor. Yeah. Country singer. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, What if she's not the director? Like what if she is just a lower level new hire HR person who is like trying to get the company to change or like, you know, she could be a little naive and that's why she goes through this process of interviewing literally everyone and getting exhausted. Um, you know, because she has so much, I don't know. Oh, hope I like that. For I like that. Because that, um, that, that
0: that changes the, the beginning a little bit, but I really like that. Because then instead of having like the three songs, it's like one or two songs where we meet Dolly
1: uh-huh. and
0: they're like, great, Dolly, here's your first task. Like here here's your very first task. You got to screen through these candidates. Yeah. And she does and she accepts everyone. <laughs> and then then oh the songs are reversed. Then we have the next song where they're like no no, we don't do that here. And that's when we come back with the the rejected song.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, they like show her like, "Oh, this person forgot to put a period after their" Exactly. Point like or they're something. very harsh for
0: no reason.
1: Yeah. Yeah I think that makes it fun because it's like then she can she doesn't have to be because I think once you get up to the expert level you kind of lose that uh I guess the naivety of like Mm -hmm. everyone we can we have time for everyone you know unfortunately that would be like the optimistic view of a job interview kind of thing but like you eventually learn that it's not possible but if we give her that room for naivety then it makes it more fun of like you know she's just an empathetic person who probably isn't you know could get could get fit for this job but she'd have to change her ways a little bit or she could just be like move on to something
0: else in the end Mm -hmm. Uh, okay i like that i no, i think that works a lot better so then they have the the rejection song
1: Uh uh-huh
0: and then then we we have the rejection song but i i have a feeling either in the rejection song or right after it dolly stands up for that one candidate And that's the candidate that we kind of follow. Obviously, the story is about Dolly, but it's about Dolly helping this candidate. Um, Yeah. And this is the candidate that she stands up for, either in the rejection song or in the song directly after it, saying, like, read between the lines. Which, great name for a title, great title for a song, by the way. Mm -hmm. And it's very, and it's a very, like, like, single spotlight, very emotional, like, over-the-top, you know, uh, Uh, showgirls kind of song (laughs)
2: Uh,
0: and they're like and like after that entire thing the the lights just kick back on and they're sitting in the office again they're like fine she's in or they're in (laughs) great like all of this and they're like okay whatever
1: (laughs) what if (laughs) Here's a really dumb idea Um, those are the only kinds I
0: have let's hear it
1: (laughs) what if they deny this applicant and then Dolly is like uh after Dolly goes on about like we should just give her a chance, blah, blah blah, they deny her, and then Dolly like connects with her outside of the job and is like let's put let's give you a pseudo name, you reapply and I'll help you restructure your application with all like and they start like a scheme and then she gets hired, and then that's they like find out later, and <laughs> Dolly gets fired for it, but like she Starts helping all these people like reapply and like fixing all of their resumes and job interview skills.
0: <laughs> I kind of love that actually. It's like I know really that's not stupid. what we started with. It's stupid, I kind of love the idea <laughs> that she is like island of misfit toysing it. Yeah, where she's it, this. This starts as jo- as Dolly like wanting to make a difference, and it just balloons into her becoming a resume reader and consultant. <laughs>
1: Right, like she's under the table helping all of these people, um, which is very much, I guess, probably illegal in her job. I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, it is.
0: I actually, I mean, it's not illegal to tell candidates, "Here's what make would make you a better interviewer," or "Here's what would make you a better candidate." It's on. Honestly, it's it's not. That's a that's a really kind thing to do. What's illegal is having people uh apply under false names
1: yeah sure that's
0: illegal <laughs> but i yeah so maybe she does maybe so she, this person still gets rejected even mm-hmm. after dolly's plea and she's all upset so then this person calls in or shows up or so like calls in but in in musical theater they show up mm-hmm. and uh they're like hey um i understand i didn't get the job what can i do to be a better candidate?" yeah and dolly can't help herself she just starts going off about oh well maybe rephrase it like this maybe redo it like this maybe redo it like that and you know what honey i bet you if you were to apply with a slightly different name you would probably be make it to the second round next time
1: yeah um i think and so she funny, applies
0: like- for them with a false name <laughs>
1: No. Oh my God. This is so chaotic. Okay. Yeah. I think she should like meet them up in a coffee shop and be like, what's your <laughs> middle name? <laughs> Just like their middle name is like a ma- a male passing.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: It's like Logan. Um, yeah, Lo-
0: yeah. Logan. Yeah. Uh, Last name Roadhouse.
1: <laughs> um, okay. This is so dumb, but I like it.
0: I know. I love it. I think, I think we're right where we need to be with this. So, yeah. So she, so Dolly ends up doing that for, for this person and this person gets onto the second round of interviews. And then do we want it to be still focusing on this person and like, she just does this once and it goes really well and she gets fired for it? Or does she end up doing this with everyone?
1: I think, I think maybe this is a one case where the person like, I don't know how we get by, but they, they fake their name and they like get hired or whatever
0: they make it to the second round of interviews i think that's right. okay. maybe that's the first act right there is we have the song they're like oh well what well, you could do better and that's when she kind of hatches the plan and she conspires like there there's several songs of them like working together to figure out how to make her resume better um <clears throat> and maybe in interspersed with this We have the second round. We have some other second round interviews because, you know, this could be a long hiring process. Uh So we have those second round interviews where they actually come in person to meet with HR. And these people are just terrible. Like they lie. This is where we find out they were lying on their interview. Um, They like they don't know. They don't know anything like this job requires a lot of Excel or even Adobe Illustrator. And they couldn't even tell you what Adobe Illustrator is or that you like, Oh, could you explain this gap on your resume? And they're uh, like, yeah, I just didn't feel like working for six years or, um, <laughs> you know, like they're asking the the biggest strength, biggest weakness.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like, they're asking them like, this is the first, the, f- this, these round of interviews. And it can be like a quick song or like, It's a longer song, but it is kind of like a montage of asking, like, okay, what would you say is your biggest weakness? What would you say is your greatest strength? And one person is like, hmm, my biggest weakness is I'm a compulsive liar and I steal things. (laughs) You know, like we go, like, all of these candidates that they said were good from their resume are terrible.
1: Sure. I, yes, I like, I like that. And I think... (laughs) I think if we go, like, really stupid with Dolly uh, of her helping every candidate that she thinks is, like, needs to be read between the lines. um, She's doing that under the table, right? Like, helping Mm -hmm. them write their resumes and stuff. Uh, And then they... (laughs) She could, they could even, like, this is so dumb. They could come in with, like, a bug in their ear. (laughs) She's, like,
0: (laughs) feeding them the answers (laughs) i think what she can do is we can have like a parallel to that song uh uh-huh. is where she's doing mock interviews with them and oh, it's yeah. the same thing and we're hearing like much better and much better questions or she's stopping and like she's correcting those questions kind of thing mm-hmm. and it is like every song not not that every song gets repeated but every like the same theme happens twice with each song like the same theme happens twice with two different songs like there's the initial interview there's the interview where everybody has the bad questions and dolly's taking notes on these questions and then she goes in and then she asks her little class essentially these same questions so they can prep yeah and then the second act i think the second act needs to be they all reapply and the the act break is they all reapply and it and that the, the very first candidate that she really liked gets the second interview or gets the third interview. There's the second interview and then there's the third interview with the CEO. Uh
1: huh.
0: And so uh-huh. so the, the very first one that she's working with, the one that we're kind of following, they get that they get that third interview. And that's the act break right there is, OK, we did it. Now what? Like we did this but what if I get hired? What are they going to do? My name is wrong. What are they going to, you know? Yeah. And they break right there. That's the act break. So then we come back with the second act. And I think this is going to be where we get introduced to the CEO. And the CEO is a real jerk.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The CEO, like we have a song about the CEO. Um, and you know, like he, the CEO's reputation interviews and in interviews, like making people cry. Like Dolly's trying to find out more about the CEO to help, this, to help this applicant. And like, so she's getting like all of this inside gossip from people that work there. Like the CEO's this, the CEO's that. The CEO hates, you know, the CEO hates it when you don't answer a direct question. The CEO made the last three applicants cry. The CEO, you know, it's it, essentially, it's like the boogeyman song. Like this big, like evil kind of person.
1: Mhm. Hmm.
0: Mhm. Um and then obviously we have to have the song where where the applicant interviews and does really really well. But how do we how do we get there? How do we get there?
1: We could <laughs> we could put it in a musical situation like singing in the rain where it's um it's Dolly's voice being sung instead of the person basically
0: oh in the so, interview
1: yeah in the interview um this is just like a theatrical metaphorical version of it i don't know if they're this is dumb um i keep saying this is dumb cuz it i don't know uh but dolly could be basically she's answering the questions for this person okay yeah point. i get you um but theatrically she's like singing out no i like that i like
0: that there's yeah that they The other person
1: is lip-syncing it i guess yes I yes uh, no i
0: really like that like giving like lip-syncing it and dolly is on stage singing as well
1: <laughs> yeah something like that something
0: but how do we get know. do we just want like we have the the boogeyman song then does dolly like need to meet him how do we get to the job interview? Is the question. So they've they've been accepted to this. So right. the end the act break. They've been accepted to the job uh, for the final interview with the CEO. Dolly does tries to learn more about the CEO, and then we have the job interview with the CEO. But how do we? What's the what's the connective tissue between those two thoughts? Or do we even <clears throat> really need it right now? Um, I think that like
2: what we've done is we have created this a story that just like singles like through. I think that there is an argument to be said that like, is something else happening at the company?
1: I think, cause I think we can play Dolly's character as being empathetic and supportive to a fault, right? Like she doesn't have yes. to be, she can be wrong it's just like she has a big heart and is trying to help these people and is making like and really big dangerous moves. So maybe in this part, she is spying on the CEO and gathering like all this information that she's going to give her candidate to kind of woo the CEO of like, here are talking points that'll make you look great in his eyes. Because he hires people that love golf or, you know, stuff like that. And yes, yes. Maybe she grabs a bit of information that's like way too personal and it makes and it hints off that there's something off with
0: the CEO, you know? Yeah, like the CEO loves this very specific hotel and this very specific hotel bar.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like so it turns I, out he's
0: having an affair.
1: I think yeah, we can escalate it. <laughs> we can escalate yeah, and it. And having the an point. affair
2: with the uh with the other HR person. Oh, Perfect.
0: Oh, man. I love it. Yeah. But Dolly, Dolly doesn't realize that's what's going on because Dolly exactly. is just so trusting and naive. So we oh. do have that B story interspersed. And then Dolly, and in that B story, she sees that everybody's doing really well. And she's uh-huh. like, well, but I've got to help this main character. I've got to help this main person. What yeah, can I she do? ends up
1: like making the main person blackmail
0: the. Yeah, on accident. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> in the the hilarious. Yes. Oh, that's perfect. Cause then we get to the interview and maybe they have all the prepared questions where Dolly is um, singing. And it's uh-huh. essentially like very much like reading off cue card. Maybe, maybe instead of like Dolly singing, she's holding up cue cards behind the CEO in the, in <laughs> yeah. the interview, like as the theatrical part and she's, just, and then the, um, the, the woman is just singing what's on the cue cards. Yeah. And then eventually Dolly like drops the cue cards on accident like there's like there's the stalling or the ceo asks a question like what do you like to do for fun and the um the person like freaks out or maybe dolly does have it on a cue card and she just like reads it right out it's like oh i love to spend time at this specific bar in this specific time oh no (laughs) and the ceo just goes excuse me (laughs) like, are you trying to blackmail me and like she doesn't even quite realize what she's doing.
1: Oh my god! Okay, yeah,
0: yeah. The candidate. So the candidate, and then so we, and this all blows up in her face. This blows up in Dolly's face. This blows up in the interviewees. Because then the inter, it comes out that the interviewee also that's not their name.
1: Well, right. Wait a second. Can we? Is this a way to get them hired though? Because like, if the CEO, if there's a lot at stake here. The CEO would be like they think that they're being blackmailed. So they're like, okay, you can have like, you get oh. the job, you know? Oh, that's much better. And so they get the job based off of like all of this kind of facade stuff that they've put up and accidentally blackmailing the CEO. <laughs> and then like, there's this inner, inner office kind of thing of like, now the CEO knows that someone knows about their affair, but Dolly doesn't really, it's like a miscommunication comedy Oh God. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that they wouldn't they wouldn't get called out at that moment. They would get the job. Like, but they don't know why they're getting the job. They think they're getting the job because they've done a great interview. Sure. I love it. But they've miscommunicated and accidentally blackmailed.
0: <laughs> accidentally blackmailed. Yes. And that's the name of the song. <laughs> it's called Interview Number Three, parentheses, Accidental Blackmail. <laughs> And so oh, they, they, yeah, they have that song where it's like, they end up getting hired. They're like, close the doors. It's essentially like, then they have the the song where they close the doors and the CEO explains like, how do you know about this? I'll keep you on, but you have to keep your mouth shut kind of thing.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And so then it all blows up in Dolly's face where she realizes that she just got somebody, uh, the you, she just got somebody under a pseudonym hired using blackmail.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I think... I think this is like getting to the climax of where I don't know how this happens, but somehow um, they both end up getting fired. So like Dolly and this candidate that she just got hired, both get fired from the job. Right. And so that's like the, the consequences of Dolly, like going too far, you know? And then yes. we have the resolution of, I don't know, Dolly becoming a, a a career <laughs> advisor a career somehow
0: advisor. i know I, I think that works because what can happen is dolly can say okay well i'm gonna quit um because she realizes what she did she realizes what she did was wrong she went too far so she's gonna quit and she has this big emotional speech to the hr director about like what like she did something she stepped too far she doesn't explain what she did she just said i stepped too far i have to leave because i'm not i'm not fit for this role kind of thing
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and while she's leaving we can even just have like a uh like if this is we can almost just like write it out like while she's leaving she's like going down the elevator and the woman that she just got hired or the person she just got hired is collecting their things and leaving at the same time like what happened they're like oh they found out i lied on my they they found out i lied on my uh background check (laughs)
1: It could be something
0: as simple as that. Like the CEO is like, we will hire you. But then they find out that this isn't the same person. Yeah. And it's like, so even everything Dolly did, she didn't start it the right way. So it's all broken.
1: Right. And I think the payoff is like, we can have in that moment, I mean, the affair definitely with the CEO and an HR person, but also maybe there's like other things that they find out about the company, like money laundering comes up. And there's all (laughs) these things that are wrong with this big company that it like justifies them having like quitting and getting fired and moving to something else. So they're not really losing anything. Like they're leaving this company that's shitty. And it's all revealed in the end that it's shitty. It's all revealed in the
0: end that they're shitty. And then the final song is Dolly is, the, we've got the same where Dolly's all upset. She, this is the first time that she feels really broken down. And um, that first candidate actually calls her to the same coffee shop uh-huh. that, you know, that, that started this all with her. And, um, and then the candidate is like, look, I have an idea. And she lays out this, essentially, we're essentially, um, this is an origin story for a work version of Hitch, is what we're doing. <laughs> Um oh my god. (laughs) Essentially that's what's happening. And so like she's a career advisor. She's like, I have an idea. And as she does that, she's like, Oh, I couldn't do that. And all these people start coming in. Yeah. Of the people that she helped get hired.
1: Right. Or yeah, yeah, it's like you believed in me. Um, all of these people come out of the woodworks of the people that she has helped, like, even if they didn't get that job, like she helped them beef up their resumes and write things the correct way and like interview better so they got jobs that they wanted
0: exactly and exactly. so
1: she yeah has all these clients to vouch for her Ah. and then the and so, yeah and the main character is like okay i went through all this crazy shit and got fired but you did teach me something <laughs>
0: like yeah you didn't teach me a lot and i think yeah. i know business better now so then <laughs> right. they then they end up going into business together those two
1: Aww. I love and it.
0: That's, yeah, and then we and you know, um, we've got a beautiful little musical that we didn't start out.
1: with. <laughs> yeah, this went all over the place.
0: <laughs> William, now that you're you're a producer and not just uh, not just a guest, yes. I will let you pick the song you would like to write for us.
2: Um. I mean, it's, it's gotta be the, like, Hmm. I want to say it's going to be the first one. It's got to be the resume one of just, like, breaking it out and having these just, like, joke after joke after joke. Yes, I think that could be a lot of fun. Just page after page.
0: So you're going to have to write a lot of, like, (laughs) everything's going to have to tie together, but it's also going to have to be really funny. A lot of jokes in there.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, sure. Yeah. Is this going to be like a um, a folk, upbeat folk musical or something?
0: Kind I think of? it's just, I think it's going to be big, big Broadway. Oh, okay. As much as it is, as it is, Dolly, I don't know. I like, know. Ding, they got six years of experience. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, you know what, William, I'll let you set the tone for this. This is oh, cool. This, cool, because cool, you're yeah. a producer now. We will let you set the tone. Is that fair, Olivia?
1: Yeah. Works for Great. me. Great.
0: So, um, I know we are recording a little bit later than we normally do, so you will have i don't know a significantly fewer days to write something for us. But if you could get us that by the time that we launch this episode,
1: uh-huh,
0: just so we can release something on Spotify along with it to put on Instagram, that would be great,
1: yeah, see, it's like our characters we're uh we're putting a lot of faith in you and um, reading right between the lines because you never delivered before but exactly we trust that you have
0: it in you to pull
1: it off this time
0: and we keep you this on the show because apparently you have blackmail on us
1: oh good luck! that's well, also true
0: no that's true yeah yeah
1: we won't go into what that blackmail is but
0: no because uh, then it won't be helpful that to would me defeat anymore, the yeah. purpose exactly yeah. well thank you guys so much for listening um we have been we wrote the book If you liked what you heard, please give us a like on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps other people find us. Leaving reviews is great. Telling a friend if you enjoyed what you what you heard, and uh, (laughs) you know, give us a like on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Olivia, what's our handle? At we wrote the book podcast. Podcast. dot com Dot com. So we are at We Wrote the Book Podcast. We try to post at least once a week, sometimes twice a week. Um, we're going to be trying to do more kind of engaging stuff in Instagram, some fun polls, maybe some get to know you stuff. If you have any suggestions for the show, if you have any music that you might like like us to hear, either original stuff or something you might that you know relates to something we've talked about, please send us an email at mm-hmm. wewrotethebookpod at gmail.com. We'd love to engage with you there. We'd love to hear from you. If you like what you, if you like what we're doing, you know, just let us know. We hope we hope you enjoy what we're doing. We hope you've enjoyed kind of the diversions we've taken, how we're ch- changing things up a little bit, how we're you know we're doing a little bit more interviews, things like that. We're having a lot of fun doing it, so we hope you're enjoying it just as much as we are. Uh, thank you again so much for listening. Bye. See ya. Goodbye.